Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, 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 cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, there's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. July 14th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM. Thank you, Justin. Not sure what the other guys doing. I'm TJ Walker, tweet. Nick yeah. Roush, Justin Kaler. Share with our listeners. Intern Jacob. No better morning, really, to get Kentucky Roll Call on the radio and then put the old British Don't Call Me the British Open on mute on the TV. Good morning to be Cameron Young, or probably afternoon on the other side of the pond. But I love it. I love waking up and having golf on. I've been up since about 4.30. Really? Yeah, not intentionally. Got up just to have to go numero uno and then... Can't I go was back like, to sleep. God, normally I wake up like 5.15. And I'm like, you know what? I can just kind of lay here and be content. If I don't fall back asleep, I'll be okay. Because around 6, you got to get up and get moving anyways. And at 4.30, I was like, I need to, don't even look at your phone. Just go right back to bed. And I was laying there for a while trying to fall back asleep. And I was like, oh, yeah, British Open's on. Yeah, and then you're like, done. See you later. Done, yeah, yeah. I rolled out of bed and went on downstairs. And, oh, you're going to hate yourself at watching. like 4 o'clock today. I'll be all right. I got a good night's sleep. See, I was on the opposite end of that spectrum. You, I, it was on when you were going to bed? I, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was starting when I was going to bed last night. But I, I did not turn it on because I knew that it would delay me sleeping. And I think I was asleep by, I don't know, 10. Man, that's nice. It was nice. I got a pretty good night's sleep. Uh, that's why I don't think I was so upset getting up so early this morning. But yeah, I sent that uh, the the Lynn Bowden Anthony Brown tweet. I sent that one from bed and Ooh. was shortly conked out after that. I'm not sure if you saw that interaction or not, but pretty cool, especially when you've got former cats doing some some bidding for the current state of Ooh, the program I, trying to do some recruiting there i found out that uh wandell robinson was back in town during anthony brown's official visit well that's good that's, that's a good person to have convenient around. yeah yeah it'd be a big time commitment anthony brown we can maybe talk about that a little bit later how is everybody's wednesday or thursday mornings it's beautiful morning the river was really nice the drive into downtown was pretty the a calm ohio river underrated ohio river gets a bad rap Normally, rightfully so. In the mornings, looks good enough to swim in. Would I? No. 
I wouldn't. You've never, have you ever? Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it looks good enough just to go like take a dip in. It's deceiving. Yeah. I would love the Ohio River to get super clean where like people would, where you wouldn't have to think twice about swimming in it. Not that I think if you swim in it, you're going to grow a tail or anything like that, but I try to avoid it. I'll kayak in it. Really? You try, like you actively don't? Swimming it? I try to not swim in the Ohio River. Oh, correct. yeah. I'm, I'm in the same care. boat. I never have, actually. I mean, it's gross, but it's not It's not that much grosser than, like, a lake. I mean, you can't jump off of a dock and swim in it. Like, it's too gross near the shoreline. But if I'm on a boat and we stop, the of the... I'll, yeah, I jump yeah. in every time. If I was with folks and they were doing it, I'd do it. But, like, there's a reason why you don't have a lot of people. They're like, anybody want to go swimming down in the Ohio? And you're right. I want to get to a point where you could, like, jump off docks and it'd be sweet. be great for the city of Louisville and the entire... Northern coastline of Kentucky. Southern Indiana didn't smell great this morning. Not sure if anybody had their windows down. Uh, yeah, I smelled that as well. What was up with that? I don't know, but it was terrible. It's just yeah. the smell. It's a smell of Indiana. It honestly smelled like Butcher Town, but I don't know if there's some slaughterhouses over here on the on the first it, few, or just your normal sewer smell of Indiana. It, yeah, it's that's what it was. It smelled like a mix of Butcher Town and sewage water. Yeah. Pretty pretty nasty. <laughs> God, I just that's, it's just, that's kind of just a normal Indiana morning most days. It's been, uh, that's not true. That wind must have been really Most of the time, in. with us being right across from that factory across the road, most of the time it smells like potato chips. Mm, sewage potato chips, Well, maybe. Let, Smell the air when you leave today and tell me it doesn't smell like potato chips. I, I do get that every once in a while, yeah. yeah. Or, hash, it, or hash browns. It definitely seemed a little yeah. a little off this morning. But, uh, yeah, how's, what's, what's up, everybody? What's the haps? Um, last night. What did I do last night? Um, nothing. A bunch of schoolwork. Actually, I did a bunch of schoolwork wow. last night. Who's doing a bunch of schoolwork in the summer? Uh, this dingus over here. I mean, um, I, t- I took my fair share of summer classes, but it was a light workload, baby. I took zero summer classes. They're expensive as hell. They are expensive. Yeah. Oh my god, they're but, so expensive. But it's a huge. I mean, it's instead of like being miserable in the spring or fall, if you can take three or six hours in the summer, it really makes for a fun actual school experience but my, my question though it is, is expensive though. would it be if it's like if you were if it was to pay more money to take 12 hours instead of 15 that feels like a waste of money because that's it's not a big difference in a semester class load. now it absolutely if you, could be a huge difference if that three hours was a hard class if it was a journalism class now, probably wasn't going to be a hard class but now, if it was like an elective a well, tough elective Tough elective. Those well, not exist. elective, but like you know, how you had to meet your certain. Like, yeah, th- there's um. I I, 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 under, I understood people who would like take their hard chemistry course or something like the intro. Like you have to do your prereqs, is what you're saying. Yeah, like, like your core. Or whatever, I sucked at ki- at science and math. Mm-hmm. If I had to get one of those away, I I all right, I understand that. But for the most part, I felt like. Like Jacob, you're you're taking summer classes and you're going to graduate early. Why why are you graduating early, buddy? Well. It That's was either take good. 24 hours next semester or 15. Taking 24 hours is a joke. It's the dumbest thing I've ever no, heard. Just no, take 12 no, hours and then 12 hours. Don't graduate early. Dude, graduate like gra- a normal yeah, person. That requires early. like six more thousand dollars in living expenses. Which... You're going to be living in Lexington after that. While everybody's like, I, I, just, I you're, 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 you're in a rush to get college over with, buddy. What, what, you, you, you hate UK? Is that what you're telling us? I think no, that's I, what I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree with Roush Often. He's right here, buddy. Right. I I just don't like doing schoolwork in so, a college so you're town. Doing you're going to do as much as possible. 
to get it over with, yes. Mm. 12 hours is not schoolwork. No, I yeah, mean, it's absolutely 12, nothing. If, if you have a 12-hour semester, Jacob, it's a joke is what it is. It's I've so never had fun. more than 12. second semester you've, freshman You've never year, had more than 12? I've never had more than 12. And you're graduating in three and a half years? Yeah. So what? you've been taking... But you're worried about I money, went, but you've been loading up on summer classes? Not adding up. No. I was, not adding got up. Got him. We I got went you. in with 30. I did Bring him in, Joe. Oh, you went in with a bunch. Okay, well, that makes sense. But you've been taking summer classes, right? No, this is the only time I've taken summer classes. You came in with 30, and you've never had a semester more than 12. 32, yeah. But you actually entertain the idea of taking 24 in a semester? Well, that I... It just wasn't going to happen, did, buddy. My advisor told me to, so I was like, yeah. Oh God! <laughs> Worst <laughs> advice in the history of advice. Don't go they back. got you. Don't go back to that advisor. Hey, how's your twenty? <laughs> yeah, you go in there like the third week. Hey, how's your twenty-four hour semester going? <laughs> Can't believe we got you to sign up for all those I classes. Mean, all Which of a sudden, you, drop you just have like uh, different advisors coming by. <laughs> yeah, how about those twenty-four hours. <laughs> just the guy you tricked into twenty-four hours. <laughs> got to get a look at this dweeb. Yeah, don't take twenty-four hours. Um, and don't rush graduating college. Have fun with it, and uh, but a good summer class, if you, if if you have the means for it, is incredibly beneficial to the the overall plan of college. But I'd rather take nine hours in Louisville than more hours in Lexington. <clears throat> yeah, I disagree wholeheartedly. Especially because the summer, I just want to have fun in the summer. Uh huh. Yeah. But I have I have a lot more fun in Lexington than I do here. When it comes to, and I guess I get what you're saying that like you don't want to spend your time in Lexington doing schoolwork. Yeah, but uh, whole conversation to be just quite frank is starting to tick me off because uh, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Hey, but you know what? You you better have a ton of fun this spring, Jacob, or else we're gonna come and find you and we're gonna kick your ass. <laughs> Unless it's like uh you just you don't trust yourself to actually get your schoolwork done in Lexington sort of thing. That's that's another okay. part of it. I well, mean. then that makes that rationale for why you'd want to do more schoolwork in Louisville because of less temptation, that at least makes a little more sense. But then I would just say, like, hey, get a grip. It's like, my last semester. Your, I'm gonna go, your, I'm gonna go nuts. You work hard and you play hard. Yeah, last semester was a good time. That was the old going out. It started on Wednesdays last semester. So I'm starting on Mondays. Oh, oh. <laughs> but it was the yeah the paddock on Wednesdays. Two keys or tin roof. On paddock Thursdays. on Tuesdays now. Friday See. would be probably tin roof, and then Saturday we'd head on down to the old penguin. I I was like Justin. Barrel. I did the opposite of you all. So by the time my last semester was there, I had already done, you know, two years, three years of, of fun stuff. It oh, was, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, so you were probably just kind of feeling old. Oh, I worked full-time job. Um, KSR hired me full-time during football season, and I had to do the journalism TV class, and that, that takes up a lot of time. So that was uh, – and by year – there's people that take a victory lap, Justin. Not a lot of people attack that semester on. So, yeah, I did kind of feel like the old guy. Yeah, no, I, I was getting ready to say, I definitely felt like Jacob in that last year and a half I was there. Last year and a half? Yeah, I went five and a half. Right, but, like, the That's, victory lap's kind of fun. Five, you're you're five, five is fun. Five and a half is a long time. The but maybe, the half year I would maybe be itching to get out. Yeah, per, perhaps it was it just the half that was getting me, the, the summer classes that I had to finish up before I got my degree. That was mm. – I was just ready to go. I knew I was moving to Florida after, and I just wanted to get down to the warm.
I mean, you really piddle farted around, didn't you? I did. You had five and a half plus summer classes. I had, <laughs> I had so much fun. <sighs> All right. Well, let, let's let, let's, bring, let's kinda, bring it back in. That, well, not not so fast. Nope. Uh, we'll we'll move on from the the school days and advising and bullying Jacob. Yeah, Jacob. Into... Twenty four hours. Let's stop there. Just thirty hours semester. <laughs> I don't see why the heck not. Uh, we're all mad at Roush. He's bailed on our group lunch. No, and, no, I didn't bail on group lunch. And you're in trouble. No, I didn't bail on group lunch. I just bailed on two hours of golf afterwards. We didn't even commit to golf. We just threw it out there. You could have said, I can't do golf, but I can do lunch. Oh, I was only talking about golf. I can do lunch. I got, the, I got the notion that lunch bailed. was off for Roush it, as well. He was out. Oh, right? That's, why, was out. I that's why I sent that text. My yeah. bad. I, it was a busy day yesterday. And I, the only I, reason I was giving you crap, Roush, is we did it Friday for you. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. couldn't come out and be like, well, I'm just, I'm out altogether. And who gets roped into more Home Depot or Lowe's strips than you do? We're getting our... just do the cabinets? Yeah, but there was cabinets. This is fours and counter. Yeah, fours and countertops. It's the last we're putting in the last infinity stones to our gauntlet um, because. (laughs) But long story short, uh, yeah, I I I can come do lunch. Uh, I was just only talking about golf. Sorry about that. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, I I can do lunch. But I was going to give you some hell. But it's the extra afterwards. uh, That's fine. I was on the fence about golf anyway. It'd be fun. And like I said, just going up to like a crappy course and messing around would be a good time, especially with Jacob kind of being injured. But no, all right, we'll do lunch and then you all, we could talk about golf after if we want to or figure that out. But I'm in. Probably would only be able to do nine, but those... Both those courses we talked about are non-hole courses, so I'm in as well. We can uh, we we will settle in on that. All right, never mind. I'll scratch. I'll scratch. Ooh, give Roush a yeah, hard time okay. for that one. Uh, I, I'm oh glad, yeah, I'm yeah. glad I wasn't alone in thinking that you were bailing altogether. But these lunches are important. I feel like every hilarious story we've ever learned about Justin has come from our KRC lunches. It's true. Walmart lottery, all that sort of stuff. Those came from lunches. Well, I think at least like the. You we you may have told some of those stories on air at least on a Patreon, but I think we got the I'll get a detailed inklings, version, the inklings of it, or at least the first traces of it at our lunches. And you're right, maybe just the full on unedited versions at the lunches as well. The grimy, greasy details <laughs> that Justin cannot share on air. Not safe for work. <laughs> There's a lot of these names on the leaderboard here I don't recognize, but look at old Bryson DeChambeau. Very surprising. Oh, my boy Danny Willett. His brother follows me on Twitter. Not a huge deal. He's three under. What's his brother's name? Oh. Uh, Manny Willett? <laughs> no. PJ? Huh. Yeah, PJ Willett. Uh, JT Poston, three under. Or was three under. He's still No, two under now. He was three under. He went uh-huh. three under f- through three. Oh, wow. Birdie, yeah. birdie, birdie, birdie start. I just thought he was going to be 18 under to finish the first round. <laughs> he's I come back him, down to earth a little bit. Picked him in one of my DraftKings lineups in honor of you all. Freaking had him. And then just like the golf people I trust had some other names. And I took them out. I'm really kicking myself for that. But my team's horrible. I don't even know what I was doing. Yeah, I, I did my picks late at night after, um, you know, a few drinks. Was it poker night? Or it, was it, it, it was not a poker night. Um, it was a DeSales Alumni Association meeting night. So, you know, mm. business and then, Then you have know. some fun. Yeah. Did you all settle some matters? Eh, enough matters. Okay. Yeah. Big things coming? Sure. It's kind of fun, though. You just get the, it's, it's the gossip. That's, that's, right. that's what people love to do. Yeah. Chit-chat. 
See some old folks. Should we chit-chat about some sports or... Yeah, we can chit-chat about some sports. What's the news of the day? What's the haps? Yeah. Uh, the fact that these freaking greens are as big as a studio is the news. That's cool, isn't it? I mean, how can you miss a green? You should be hitting every GIR. Well, but that's that's the thing, though, is it, it doesn't really matter because you might have to hit around a sand trap while you're on the green. That's true. <laughs> so it's, or, uh, or putt at 126 feet like Ricky Fowler had to do. I'm a little... I've always... Um, the way they describe Link style, it's just like, yeah, it's really big and open, but sandy and lots of wind. I, I don't understand how that style is so much different than everything else, other than the, the, the greens are just like on hillsides. Uh, what I do understand, though, is that I freaking love waking up. Like, having sports at odd hours, of, at un- unorthodox times of the day, just great. Just great viewing experience. And, like, Justin Thomas right now has on, like, a hoodie or something. Love when they just look miserable at the open. Well, I would much rather be, like, in a hoodie. Uh, what do we think of his get-up? The, the no socks, the high water kind of look? Don't like it. I love it. I think it's because you're I think young. You're, I think you're probably going to see a lot of it moving forward. Yep. I think it's probably the old new trend. I'd much rather be, like, in a hoodie playing golf than miserably hot. Like some of the other courses you you could get at the U.S. Open, maybe or PGA Championship, but it's true. They were I don't, I don't know if they were saying this. I went back and even went went back to listen to it again. Oh, rolls off the green. The commentator I think was more asking and did not get an answer, but the way he said it also seemed like it could have been a statement. He was saying that the St. Andrew greens at the old course are just original. Like those greens are the greens. They've just been mowed down since um 1552 and i think probably some of the greens aren't original to 1552 but he was he was asking or saying but they did i went back and even had the close captioning on it and it had a question mark at the end of it so i guess he technically was asking but he was asking are the greens original at saint andrews because as far as he knew they've never redone the greens quote unquote so if they've never redone the greens, have they just been playing on the same greens and mowing that grass for hundreds of years? I'm sure. This is a cool thing to think about. I mean, I'm sure at times, like one would start to kind of, I don't want to say collapse, but you think it? you would have to repair? Ground is ground, right? Yeah, but if it's getting walked on all the time and it's... Need this for Wednesday, I suppose, but... Right. It is crazy to think about. And the course was established in 1552. Which is nuts. And uh, Rory this morning, I guess on the course, they have like these stones, my buddies played it, that they some of them say G and some of them say C on them. And the G means, hey, this is like the golf course grounds. And I guess this was back in, you know, the 18, 19, early 1900s, 1700s, 1600s, where you didn't really know where you were. And if you're on the G, hey, you're on the golf course, get off the golf course. If you were on C, you're on common ground, you were allowed to be there. Rory hit one of those stones today hmm. and got like an extra 20 or 30 yards on his drive because of it. Nice. A lot of people are saying, is that an omen? Is it a sign? And supposedly you get free relief on those stones because they are technically still movable objects. So, Although but, they've been in the ground for hundreds of years. Okay, okay, yeah. That was my question. It, it's it. not I'd like love- a little rock. It's a large stone marker in yes. the ground. Yeah. I would love to play this course, but at minimum, just go like have a tour of it, just walk around. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful. I uh, 
a guy I went to school high school with, he brought his kid out there and they, they shared a picture and I bet his son's 10, 11, something like that. And his son just looks miserable because he's been walking around on a golf course all day and he's just looks as happy as can be. Is that the course you'd want to play the most, TJ? No, I mean, I think everybody would probably go Augusta just from how exclusive. Oh, no, not me. I mean, how exclusive Augusta is. You're I'm offered go- a free round anywhere in the world and you're yeah, not taking Augusta. Augusta. I'm going Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach, you can get on. Like, I know. You could go get on it's a public day. course. But if it's free course, I'm going to save a lot of money. <laughs> how much do you think it costs to get on to Augusta? Um... That's a great question. I don't know. But I know Pebble Beach I mean, is... a member's probably footing the tab for you, but I wonder what it costs for a member to bring a guest on to Augusta. Probably five, six. Five I think Pebble Beach is like five or six. Yeah, but you have to stay in their resort, so at the end of the day, it's like a thousand. Well, if you're getting free room and board in Northern California, that's probably much how you're paying for a room anyways, but... Pebble Beach, interesting. That's that's always been my dream course to play. I mean, it'd be great to... I, like, I, I, the views you get. St. Andrews would be up there, though. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. It's in my top three. Yeah. I would the thing is, that. though, is like, you're right, TJ. Pebble Beach and St. Andrews are both accessible. Like, the hardest part about St. Andrews is just flying over mm-hmm. to play there. You yeah. got to have a handicap to play, right? I think so. And yeah. I think the wait lists and stuff like that to get on are pretty. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong about that, too. But yeah, I'd say that would probably be my top three, Justin Augusta, St. Andrews, Pebble Beach. <clears throat> I can respect that. It would be fun. I, but the thing is, I hit my driver too high in the air. I need to get a little bit more of a low stinger type of deal on my drives because I just get eaten up by the wind at St. Andrew. And I'd, I'd get no roll. That's part of the thing. You want to hit those stingers, and they can roll for days. Mine never roll. Speaking of Augusta, isn't there a, a story about Billy Gillespie early on in his tenure, a, a booster invited him to play Augusta, and he just turned him down? I'm not sure and, I remember that. Like, or or the, there was something, or they, he even planned to take him, and he just no-showed him, like on the tarmac. Oh, I just Googled Billy Gillespie, Augusta, and there is something about that. Yeah. I, I, I forget the details or whatnot. And I, I don't think you have to, being a golfer is a prereq. Um, he, John Calipari, not a golfer, except that time he golfed with Obama. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, but... Turning down uh, Booster, who I'm not going to say is responsible for paying your paycheck, but is, you know, that's college athletics. To not play that golf course, you'd rather play night golf at the U Club? Like, come on, Billy. Actually came from your former ex-boss on an oral history of Billy Gillespie at Kentucky from 2015. Mm. He said, there's a story about how when he got hired, a Booster wanted to fly him to Augusta National to play golf, and he just didn't show up. Had the plane ready, and everyone was waiting at the airport, and he just didn't come, didn't tell anybody he was coming. Old strategy, Kyle. I mean, that's just his loss. Who, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, turning down somebody that's trying to get you on at Augusta, that's pretty ridiculous. you got to have some weird social anxiety to, or just be uh, irresponsible. <laughs> There's not really... A loser, more than yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, passing, yeah. passing that up and not... Not reaching out to the person that did it. Uh, reach out to us on the Thornton Text Line, 502-414-1450. You text it in. We read it on air, and we love Thornton's. You go in there, you'll leave with some delicious goods, whether it's breakfast sandwiches, delicious freshly baked donuts every morning, or you could get some fresh fruit. That's You don't have like the nasty-looking fruit, too, that's moldy or had been laying out for a while. All of it looks good each and every morning. Bryson DeChambeau with the bogey. Oh. Hate, to, hate to see it. 
Thornton's oh. summer, summer Cash Bash as well. Download the Thornton's app, and it's all right there for you. You could win $10,000 each and every week, or you could win a 2022 Chevy Tahoe for their grand prize that they're giving away at the end of this thing. What's cool, if you uh, when you punch in your, your phone number, it'll tell you how many entries you have. We've got a lot of them. Oh, nice. Yeah. So yeah, come on. Give me some cash, uh, Thornton's. Uh, a texter jumping ahead in the Thornton's text line said, what's the big UofL announcement this morning? <laughs> Roush, what is it? Ooh. I thought it for sure it was going to be stadium naming rights, supposedly not stadium naming rights. They're still not going to do that till probably next season. So, so they're just missing out on money. This is a supposedly a big gift to the university, a gift to the university, some sort of – somebody wanted to give U of L money and they want to do a press conference so to thank the person. So Adidas is paying for more players. Yes. The <laughs> Pierce Clarkson's dad media room at Cardinal Stadium. <laughs> and they don't even call it Steve Clarkson. It's just the Pierce Clarkson's dad. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Look, have, I have a running joke. When's Tim Sullivan going to find out about Steve Clarkson? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, because you know when that happens, he's going to get really curious. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> good old Tim Sullivan. Old Sully. Yeah, that's uh, so. I don't know. Probably a few more months before it comes his way, I, w- I would guess. But I, don't, I we don't know exactly who it is or what it is. Roush, I don't know if you had heard anything from your U of L friends or whatnot. But no, uh, they're, and if it's like just a some money, big uh, booster gift, good for them. But you, you can't fix their problems with money. You just can't. Mon- money can't buy you happiness, Louisville. Mm. Buy a lot of things. Can't buy your way out of NCAA purgatory. No, and. Weird thing is, you think that the the basketball program would be the one needing some cash right now, at least some nil nil dollars. We'll talk some UK basketball recruiting, basketball recruiting altogether as the show goes on today. So that's all I know is it seems like they're going to get some financial gift, but I don't know if they're naming anything or if they're like the Ooh. Jim Patterson. Auxiliary. They haven't expanded Cardinal Stadium in a few years. Maybe this is an expansion. Yeah, they need another one. Yeah. They're due. It's like, Time, hey, it's been three on. years. We're adding another fifteen thousand seats <laughs> on top of on top of put, the flight deck. We're gonna put a party deck on top of the party deck. <laughs> Double decker party deck. The uh, be a good onion article. I'm very, <laughs> it really would be just the renderings, <laughs> like the renderings of the million seat stadium or whatever. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, I lost my train of thought too. I don't, Sorry. Uh, no, no, it's completely fine. I will. Uh, Minardi Hall, though, I think that's that. The, those days are done, right? Yes, they're building a new one right now. Supposedly going to be super, super. I nice. haven't drove by it on whatever that that through street is. Um, over by um, kind of, it's actually kind of near Cardinal Stadium a little bit. Um, I just know it is the overpass street because um, you yeah, take a little shortcut there. through there. Yeah. But that's uh, it looks like it's gonna be fancy schmancy. Mm-hmm. So uh, good for them. Is that what is that what got John Calperi going about the the new facilities? It is. I mean, it is kind of true. I think Duke, Kansas, U of L, 
some of your biggest rivals, they're all going to have nicer uh, facilities or dorms than, than you do. Can't make John Calipari too happy. Nope. All right, let's go to our first break. We will come back. We will get into some of that recruiting talk. We'll talk a little football. We'll talk a little basketball, whatever you all have got for us. On the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. You're listening to a Wednesday edition, or Wednesday, Thursday edition of Kentucky. I've been all off on my days today. Okay. We'll be back. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Feels like the world is on your shoulders and all of the madness has got you going crazy. It's time to get out, step out into the street where all of the action is right there at your feet. Well, I know a place where we can dance all night away. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X4 Point one FM, fourteen fifty AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin, Kalen, intern Jacob. Feel the rhythm of the beat of my heart. There we go. Oh, the the rhythm of the night, not rhythm of the heart. But oh man, just gets you. Gets You're you in a good mood morning. this morning. I am. I am in a good mood. Just chipper. We got to see what we can do about that, Justin. He's in a good mood. <laughs> I mean, we already gave him crap to start the show, and it didn't change anything. Well, he, he clarified, he so did. everybody was good. He hey, Rash, I, I appreciated and enjoyed reading the KentuckySportsRadio.com article by Tyler Thompson about the gatekeepers of Kentucky basketball and football. It, it's a cool story. Um, it's a good way for Tyler to try to get in some good access points. Some good, <laughs> like, hey, you think we can get that interview? <laughs> it's a good move. Good well, move, getting the SIDs. It's also one of those things that, um, SID, being a sports information director, an SID, it was a very thankless job, but it's also, I'm going to say one of the most important, but they play a big role on oh, yeah. when you're like, you know, you, you hear from the talking heads all the time, uh, your Mitch Barnhart's of the world, but how we hear that message, how it's received, who we're hearing it from at what time. A lot of it's dictated by the sports information directors. Now, we don't have Susan Lax, a.k.a. Slax, or Deb Moore telling Mitch, hey, maybe you should do more than one interview a year. Um, there, there's no, I don't think anybody can twist his arm enough to get him to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everywhere else, they're, they're in the trenches basically working as intermediaries between us of the media, the players, and the coaches. And it's a juggling act. Um, you know, like Sykes would tell me sometimes, like, I, I'm just trying not to get yelled at. Like there, there's a, a, a fun dynamic of working in between. And what I liked about this story is it showed the positives, but it also showed the, the various things that they just have to do in their line of work. Like it's not just showing up to the press conference and telling you no, when the next one's going to be or writing a press release. Long days. Oh, yeah. A lot of long days. There's putting out fires. Uh, one of the f- funnier things that uh, has happened since I started covering it was one time, uh, d- it was during COVID when everything was on Zoom, and uh, one of the quarterbacks didn't take his play call wristband off. 
So in the camera frame, you can see all the plays. And they're like, hey, we'll send out different video. Please don't use this video because like, just the coaches obviously don't want the plays. So it's like, okay, yeah, like I get it. Like, I'm not going to use that video. I'll wait till yours comes out. But that's the kind of little stuff, the tedious things that they deal with with us. And then there's the other side of the coin where they're debriefing your Tom Hearts of the world, your the, the the people that are coming in for the week. Like, here's kind of what's going on. Like, let me let me mm-hmm. synthesize to you what's happening. And then they're also dealing with the kids. And a lot of, you know, you had, what, three or four straight kids on the All-State Good Works team. Um, Mayo three Mayo Clinic comeback player of the years, I think. Like she puts all of that together. She hears their stories, tries to get it out there, and then submits it to the to the the panel. Or that you know, that's like that kind of stuff. Um, and then just my favorite part of the story, personally, it it had me laughing so hard. I was I was sitting there reading it the the other night, helping Tyler. She's wanted some feedback, and my wife's like, "What are you, what are you laughing at so much?" and it's because uh, on those the, the many trips that they take for different award ceremonies, um, she spent quite a bit of time with Josh Allen. She's going to be going down to SEC Media Days uh, next week with the crew. And I just like that really just all these kids ever talk about is food. They're just hungry all the time. They're just hungry. That's all they think about is, when are we going to eat? And I'm so hungry. That's all I'm doing is getting them food and thinking about their food. How can I arrange their food for them at times? Before media, after media, during training. Is there going to be food there? Are we going to have food? Everything's about food. I think about it all the time. And it's 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 so damn funny. And especially because I remember specifically at SEC Media Day, seeing Slacks down in the food court with Darian Kennard and Josh Pascal, and I forget who else was with them, going to get food <laughs> afterwards. And they all were just starving, had to go to two places, had to get Chick-fil-A and uh, whatever the smoothie place is. <laughs> you know, the thing is, I've, I thought about this in a different context yesterday that, like, you know, a a baby is somewhat simple because they really only want a few different things. Mm-hmm. And the big one is food. And when you were going through that, it made me think like, at what point, you know, at for some women, it's that way for a lot of, for some men, it's not that way. But like for a lot of people, it really is just all about food till they get to like, I don't know, 25 or 26. <laughs> like <laughs> like it, it, that is true. Like yeah. even when we were in college, it was just kind of like, all right, but we, I got to eat. Like yeah. I haven't had, you know, yeah. I got to, we got to put food in our system. And then I think when you get older, left. it gets replaced by needing to go to the bathroom. <laughs> road trips that's probably what we it gotta is. stop that's probably what it is but it was a really good article it's just it's it's, it's I, long i, I it's, hate to say it's, that it's, it's like a to... perfect summer article but without a lot else going on this was a good way to highlight some people in uk athletics that do a lot i have uh, nobody has chewed me out more in the media business than deb moore when i was in college because <laughs> i interviewed a volleyball player that has red shirting that i didn't approve with uk oh and she was just i think just trying to scare me like hey you know you're getting into this that you cannot do this but oh yeah she gave me a good chewing out uh but now she sees herself running the uh, the sports information department of basketball slacks has always been it's 25 years now for slacks as, yeah as long as i've been around she's been around and she's always been uh, awesome i didn't realize deb deb's on year 17 because she crazy. did do the other sports before yeah. kind of moving on up um and 
<laughs> just, it was a cool article, and they deserve they de- they deserve some pub. Would have never thought that only what was it three Power Five schools have had both. both. Yeah. And then you got to imagine for non-Power Fives, a lot of them they have the same people maybe doing both. Or, right, right. So I I would be surprised if there was double digit school just college athletic yeah. programs that had SID female SIDs for basketball and football. Which it, again I I don't get so caught up in the gender aspect, but for male sports to have yeah women, women. in positions of power is is cool. And it's you know Rick Pitino kind of was one of the first ones to start that at UK. Mm-hmm. So it's nice that. That's just been something that's the norm at Kentucky, right, in my right. opinion. But a great article by Tyler. Yeah. And more more of that stuff. There, um, and I think the way Sykes was just like, there's never been a coach who's like, eh, you can't be in here because you're a woman mm-hmm. or something. You know, like that's just not a, not really a thing. So, um, great article. If you haven't checked it out, it, it is going to take you a minute to get through, but there's some great stories. Tim Couch, uh, Isaac Humphreys, uh, you know, Deb helped him. Uh, you all probably recall him playing piano and serenading uh, Shannon Spake. She helped put that together. Um, and it just so happened when Tyler came up for uh, to to interview them for this piece. That was when Bam was in town, and Bam, big uh, big Deb fan, big Deb fan. So a lot, a lot of cool stuff in there. Yeah, there really is, and they they've just got they could tell stories and stories and stories and stories. Well, and, and then there was another. Small thing too, where you know she was talking about Josh and, um, like she 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 the 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 emotional part of it, and it's just like, yeah, you know, I got a little choked up because I just had him send a video for somebody else's another former player's kid who was going through cancer treatments, and he was like telling him to stand strong, and like there's a lot of stuff like that where we're like, hey, Slacks, you know, this this kid, it would mean a lot if you could just get a player to send him something, and then you know. Three hours later, I've got the player with a one-minute video just being like, hey, man, you got this. Like that, that that stuff happens all the time, and that's stuff you don't always hear about. Nope, you don't. And, uh, again, pretty much anybody that's been through UK and the Stoops or Calipari era and before, obviously, uh, would, would have a story about either one of these two women and, and – Probably, I would guess, 99, if not 100%, would, would be positive. Very, very funny that uh, Tyler was on the phone with Stoops when Stoops ran into Slacks while suit shopping with the SEC Media Day guys. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> it's just like, of course, you know. It's the way it works. Yep, yep, just the way it works. Text down into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Want to remind everybody about Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com. Polarized sunglasses that are affordable and it doesn't just stop there. This is a company that started in Kentucky by some Kentuckians, Sanex as well, you know, no big deal. They've got sunglasses for every occasion. I, again, cannot recommend just going to ShadyRays.com enough. You'll find something for yourself, whether it's driving, running, hiking, golf, fishing, biking. They've got stuff for every day, and then they've got some of your favorite collection and different series of sunglasses as well. You're going to save 25% when you put in promo code BIGX at checkout, and Shady Rays will give you replacement pairs. It's so easy. If you've ever gotten Shady Rays and used the promo code BIGX since we've been doing, since we've been partners with Shady Rays, and we're very happy about that, go get a replacement pair. Just do it right now. 
If you've ordered with Shady Rays, it's so easy to do. Why wouldn't you do it? Get an extra pair of backup sunglasses. That's how Shady Rays operates. They want, they're basically giving you two sunglasses when they buy them. They'll give you one at first, and you go back, and you'll get the other ones. But go ahead and do it. You may as well. It's a perfect gift thing, too. You can get somebody a really cool pair of sunglasses, and then on the DL, you just kind of also get them for yourself because that's what Shady Rays does. They don't lost, stolen, broken. Why? Whatever reason you need them replaced, Shady Rays has got you. Customer service you can count on. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. Um, Jacob, office reference right here. Uh, When they're giving out the gift, this is the best of both worlds. It's Michael and Dwight. These are gift baskets to you, but yet the sunglasses, they're also cheaper. So best of both worlds in this situation, really. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, no. Got to tap, tap, tap a I mean, they aren't turtles, but they are. It's great customer service. I was about to say, where are the turtles? Give I ate them. The <laughs> turtles. Now, the best part of that, yeah, is when he finally breaks. And he's like, fine, I ate them. They're gone. <laughs> we'll bill you. Yeah, we'll bill you. Good scene. Drives this car yeah. into the pond. Shady Rays. They're great, though. This is a lake. <laughs> ShadyRays.com. Do not forget that promo code Big X. Save you money, and then you're going to get your replacement pairs. Always a, a, a cool thing that Shady Rays does. All right, Roush. Where do you, where do you want to go next? All right, TJ. <laughs> where to on the sports radio? Well, I, you mentioned earlier uh, Anthony Brown. Yes. He's a four-star wide receiver. He's announcing his commitment on Saturday. He's got a top five Michigan, Oklahoma, Penn State, Cincinnati, Kentucky. For a while, uh, he officially visited both uh, UC and UK. And people are like, ooh, what is this going? Are they going to – Cincinnati's still going to keep being annoying. And uh, things are actually looking kind of positive. We've got some predictions in for Kentucky ahead of his decision on Saturday. Um, but what I found out that I mentioned, you mentioned it earlier with the Lynn Bowden tweet. Wondell Robinson helped, you know, pitch him, if you will, while he was officially visiting. Tavian Robinson was his host. Um, they really want him to be the next great slot receiver in the UK offense. Really fast, little guy. Uh, Dynamic, agile around the football field. But what I found interesting uh, is that he also has a famous uncle, John Legend. What? Yeah. No way, really? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, like it's his mom's brother. Um, and it was funny because there's a there's this new uh, Rivals Midwest guy that uh, did an interview with him. He's like, yeah, so, you know, you'll see each other kind of often. I know it's kind of weird having a famous uncle. He's like, you know, we always see him Christmas, Thanksgiving. It's been busy a while, but we would we would go on tour with him sometimes. You know, met Derek Jeter, sat courtside at the Knicks, you know, that that sort of stuff. Relatable. Yeah, it's like. Everybody does in the Yeah, like, it, it was, I think it was the uh, MLB All-Star game at Yankee Stadium. Just like, you know, going to that, sitting courtside. Oh, sounds Plus one for John Daly on the day. Mm, Poor bad. guy in 18 was having a tough time getting his ball out of the cup. <laughs> Do they let people use the little, like, old person ball grabber thing on the on the tour? I hope so. I wouldn't see why not. Are you, you talking like the one you put on the end of your club? 
Yeah, yeah, I've seen the ones on the end of the club, but I've also people seen just individual solo mm-hmm. ones where you just like go and grab it. I have one of the ones that you put on the end of your club. Do you use it? No. Okay, thank you. I, I date, so close to the ground anyway. I dated a girl my junior year of college, and she thought that would really help me on the golf course. And <laughs> I think I maybe used it once just to make her feel good, Aww. but haven't used it since. Probably just saw it at the gas station. <laughs> it was like, well, Justin may like this. This is golf-related. That's sweet, though. It's the, it's the thought that counts. Deshambu with a birdie. I would love Anthony Brown. Since he fans can suck it. Mm-hmm. Take it out, you suck it, and you suck it. Cats could put together a real nice wide receiver class. Yeah. Yeah, and um, the way that things are kind of – like you, you have recruited some fast guys, but just the hit rate with receivers, you want to bat close to 50%, but that's not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the times maybe the speed translate, but not ne- translates, but not necessarily the route running. Um, and you need to get at least one slot in this class. Uh, they missed out on Carmelo English. For now. For now. Um, but you can add Anthony Brown, talented guy, and wouldn't it be cool to spring John Lowe? Like, it'd, it'd be nice for him to sing the national anthem. Yeah, it'd be sweet. <laughs> it'd be really cool. All, the, the entire time I was writing that story, I just got that, that one song stuck in my head. The wedding song is what I call it. Which one is that? All of me loves all of you. Not I, sure I've ever heard it. Can you keep singing? No, no, I'm good. You, you got the gist. You got the guys today. Would you say if Brown commits that our girl Van Hoos could be on the hot seat for national anthems? Oh, you're never putting Marlena on That's the what hot I like seat. To hear. You're never putting Marlena on the hot seat. Also, wouldn't it be kind of fun if they had like a dueling dueling anthems that's a great point like that's can we have a national anthem competition like i still sadly spend too much time on tiktok but there was a tiktok of this person's graduation and she was a junior a rising junior that or i guess a rising senior and she got asked to sing the national anthem for the current senior's graduation and she's singing, and I guess they picked her over some senior to sing the national anthem. And the senior goes up and like grabs the mic and is like, "Hey, it's our graduation. I just think a senior should sing this." And she goes on and sings it, and it's like the most awkward video in the history of videos. <laughs> and you and you don't get the whole video of her singing; you just get the video of her going up, taking the mic, and being like, uh, "It's actually our graduation." And then the video cuts off. But the lady goes on to explain what happens. Most awkward thing in the world. Easy way to solve that. Dual national anthems. Just mm-hmm. same time. Yep. You go at your own pace. I say also bring in the guy that just makes the crowd to sing it at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's good. That's where I was going. You get all three national, most electric national anthem ever. Which one lasts the longest? Who's I'm, singing last? I say you forgo the talent and just let the crowd sing it because those are the best national anthem moments. We're talking, talking John Legend here. I know. Yeah, I know we are. We're the um, John freaking legend. We're talking, we're talking Marlana Van Van Hoos. The uh, the only thing, Justin, the crowd, the crowd one doesn't pop as well at Kroger Field because of the acoustics. It doesn't. It doesn't trap sense. the sound in. That makes sense. Quite like Roth. Still though, I I will say the the last the most recent time they did that, it was a lot better than the um, some of its predecessors. I love a good old crowd anthem. P- people get it now. People get. What do you think Everett McCorvey's day to day is like? Who's Everett McCorvey? He's the guy that gets. Okay. Yeah. He he he's the director of UK music. 
So he probably teaches. Like, I'm if you're a director of UK music, you're definitely teaching in some capacity. But does he get? Does he do opera stuff on the side? Like he works on commission. How often he can just get groups of people to sing? <laughs> so he's a, he's he a, he's walks a, around parks and he'll just. He's try a to Thursday get Night Live, like trying to. He's got like a tip jar out, <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get everybody. Just say, Jacob. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, he's set up. It's like they're set up for the band. <laughs> he's just on a stool. And he's just raising his arms. <laughs> Come on, everybody. <laughs> Such dumb humor. Boy, it's oh, funny. Oh, man. You ever, you ever go out to Thursday Night Live there, Jacob? Thursday? Where's that at? See, like, oh, you, 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 you're you 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 trying to get out of college, and you haven't even been to Thursday Night Live. Best days pass you by. Yeah. Where's it at? It's down on the pavilion. Yeah. Where's the pavilion? Oh my god! Dude, oh, the Fifth Third Pavilion. You call it the you call it by the sponsor's like, name. Mm-hmm. What a freaking tourist! Capitalism. Do you even live? Have you ever even lived in Lexington? A few times. Yeah. Jacob. So you never go to the pavilion? I mean, I walk past the pavilion to go to other places. Summer Pavilion was where it's it was so at. So much fun, yeah. Like Jacob, honestly, tonight, tonight I would, I would, Pavilion will be popping. I would, I would be actually happy if you skipped radio tomorrow to go get drunk with your friends at the Pavilion tonight. You just sit we, outside, you, you enjoy good weather. Just do music. A, let's do a remote show at the Pavilion. Nobody's well, there at seven a.m. At seven a.m. <laughs> We're not really going there to be there at seven a.m. either. But yeah, well, it wouldn't really work that way for a live show, though. Uh, any Pavilion's good time. We like it. You would like it. Everybody likes it. A texter on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. the old guys having to teach the college kid out of college. Freaking sad. I, Robert, I understand not wanting to read my text. That's on me. However, I worked hard on this meme, so I'll go ahead and send it in. I'll cancel the posters and other promotional items currently being made. I think it's one of the best Photoshop jobs ever done. I mean, just speaking from the craftsmanship of it. Uh, Roush's head, most hilarious thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so funny. The message is nonsensical, it's but so the Photoshop sweet. job, Robert, is enough that you should be really, really proud. You got the picture of me on my deck from Thanksgiving. Not sure where you found that picture. Uh, but besides that, just all around good stuff. On my head, you can barely even see anything other than just a blob of head. TJ, how can you figure <laughs> that's your head from Thanksgiving? I just I know on the, your deck. I, I know the picture. Yeah, like I know that picture too. I'm at the uh, gazebo on uh, Woodland. You can see one ear, one in, uh, one, one in ear point. But like, there's no a, a tenth chin. Of an upper ear. There's no facial hair. Just some eyebrows. I don't even know if I'm smiling. It's just there's not there's not a whole lot of noticeable features there. Also, didn't the Sixers not win a game after this? After yeah, stepping over. Yeah, what's his name? I think it was all. All downhill. Still very funny, though. All downhill. But hey, thank you for taking – that probably took you hours, Robert, so I appreciate <laughs> you taking the time there. Playing the Darius Rucker version of Wagon Wheel should result in a week-long suspension from music choices. That was that was Jacob. Oh, that Jacob. Was Jacob. Ja- Jacob, who – What? Wait, do we have to tell you to play – Hold on. Does he even know who plays the, the real version? The, the real. Yeah, I don't even know who sings wow. the other version. And you go to college? Do you not hear it all of the time? I don't I think don't, you can walk into a room party. Although, is it true that they did not write the song "Wagon Wheel"? They wrote the uh, the verses. They didn't write. The, Bob Dylan wrote the chorus and just like That's let right. it. That's right. That's the fun fact that yeah. I always that yeah. I always get wrong still to this day. Old Crow Medicine Show. They sing a better version. Have you ever heard it? It's a, no. 
That's it's sad. at tailgates. It's everywhere. Do people still say after Johnson City, F Tennessee? Yeah. Okay, thank goodness. But they do it to the Darius Rucker version? Yeah. JT's got an eagle putt, folks. Oh, only 170 yards. <laughs> to the, he really gave to it a spanking. Co- All right, you know what? I'm sick and tired of you guys trying to tell me how to live my college life. Oh, uh, it was a great putt. What were you saying, buddy? <laughs> Great you geezers fun. need to let me live my life. We well, just want you to live it properly. Yeah. Well, don't want times are changing. Don't want you to look back. Back and be in like, the '60s when you all were in college, it's it's a little different now. Oh, Justin <laughs> says the man who doesn't go to parties. You got some summer. I can't go. You can't even get in a party you if you're not in a frat in Cincinnati. You can you can have a party. I mean, I have it. my own parties. Kickbacks, not really parties. Oh, kickbacks! <laughs> you go to the Drury Inn for the kickback. <laughs> Gonna be there for happy hour. Talking about kickback. (laughs) Oh, hour one done. Hour two. Kentucky roll call coming up next. Get on the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back, hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Edge Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and intern Jacob here on your Thursday morning. Appreciate you spending it along with us. Get your text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. And go to a Thornton's. Download the app. It'll tell you the cheapest gas around town. There's a Thornton's basically on every block. Shout out to Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper. Fun first hour during the break there. Intern Jacob was saying his friend was giving him a hard time. I am worried to like ask this, intern Jacob. You have been you have done like a Keeneland day with your friends, right? Yeah. Tailgated. For sure. Like okay. five or six times. Good. Can't wait for the Breeders' Cup. When you hadn't God, I'm you, so when you jealous. didn't even know what the, the pavilion was, made me a little nervous. That like what if what if you hadn't even been to Keeneland, Roush? Yeah. That would have been Crisis averted. Whew. And then don't appreciate your friend calling us old. <laughs> I, I believe do. geezers was the term. No, that's what I called you. Huh. We're you, you're you guys are geezers. We're young chaps. Best days still ahead of us. Can still <laughs> said no one ever. Can still people, hang with the best. People say their thirties are their best, are their favorites. They do. They do. And then they get through them, and they're like, "Wow, 20s were definitely my favorite." Twenties gonna be hard to top, but yeah. but but teens were hard. To, you know, ten to twenty was a good time too. Yeah, the whole uh, uh, early bar experience—that's new. That's fun. Then that you was like, in my teens. No big deal. Oh, sick bro. Yeah, it's not a, again, not a huge deal. You probably couldn't use Johnny's idea though, because they had what five five as the height. I did, I did, and uh, 
that was an issue. Yeah. Yeah, that was an issue for my brother too. They're like, "You're not six five. It says here that you're 22, but sir, we don't allow babies into the bar. <laughs> Look at that face. My brother did have a nice baby face. Me as well. So that's actually why the ID worked. I only got questioned on the ID once, and it was that Keeneland. Come to think of it. Oh yeah, that's a big uh, tough. Uh, lady was just ID like spot. being super. She was like, "This just isn't you. I know it's not you, but." I don't want to take your ID, so can you just go to somebody else? I was like, I guess. I like walked by her. It's a nice way to go about it. And I was like, <laughs> slurping them really down. Really showing right in her, her face. face. Yeah. She's like, you're an idiot. I was like, yeah, I am. Jacob, it was very nice of her to do that. Do you she have a take uh, my ID or make a big sting? She did bring other people over to like be like, do you think this is him? And at that point, I just want to be like, just give it back. Yeah, well, you so, br- invite people over and you're not going to take it away? Like, that's a weird. Move. Not give me a beer, but didn't take it away. Hmm. Yeah. Jacob, where's your? Uh, do you, do you have a uh, typical tailgate spot at the University of Kentucky? I, I was actually in Lexington yesterday. Did not see the tents up outside of Kroger Field yet, but I'm sure they will be here in you know a couple weeks or so. Do yeah, you, I'm, we're Orange Lot. Orange Lot folk. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Orange Lot is. Uh, I feel like that is the 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 blue collar lot. That should be the actual blue lot. We're talking about naming names. I wish they'd get away from just naming them after colors. The problem is now is everybody knows them as such. So if you changed it, it would be, it would, it would throw people for a, a, a quite a curveball, I think. Yeah, but maybe we do a transition period, like we do, we do color word associations, like the orange cone lot, and eventually it's called the cone lot. It would have made it when they redid the stadium. It would have made sense to do it then, but there's what four lots C A T S. You could have just done that, you know, the C lot, the A lot, the T lot, the S lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Roush, did you have like a pass? Did you get to drive your car? Or did you have to walk? Uh, well, when working, I, I've had a pass. Yes, but um, in the when tailgate in school in the tailgating days, it was uh, like the fraternity got a pass to park. But we would end up walking for the most time there. Or we'd get a driver to drop us off or something like that. Um, yeah, like we've had to walk from our building to the lot every time. Yeah, that's a long walk. Yeah, that's a long walk. That's a joke. Yeah, you should do an Uber or something. We lived on Con Terrace. That Uber would sunset. be like 40 bucks. Wait, you aren't tailgating early enough then. Noon for a 7 o'clock game. And that's a, a forty dollar Uber. Uber. Yeah, yeah, not buying not it. Not buying it. You can find one of those little like uh, rickshaw guys. Give them like three bucks. Or scooters. <laughs> can you not? Uh, yeah, the yeah. scooters. Even if you just ride yeah, the scooter you, over to. You can't carry beer if you got sc- if you're riding a scooter. Oh, damn! Can't drink beer if you're riding scooters either. Uh, Scoots is just scarred by the scooters. Can't scoot at all. Yeah. <laughs> Orange lot's just a little bit of a walk when it's time to get. Get going for game time. That's ah, not that bad. Well, it's good enough to carry a roadie with you, which is nice. Yeah, but then generally, if you're with a group of people, you know there's probably going to be like a potty break, and then it is. And then if you leave late enough, then you get the traffic of oh, people yeah. getting in and scanning tickets and whatnot. I'm also one of those two TJ that I just I just don't care about being with a group of people. Like when you're when you have a big group and you're walking somewhere, big group of drunks. You're, I'm I'm eventually just going to abandon you. Just stick to the two or three. The rest of you, you're getting stragglers getting left behind. All right, I, I I think the folks at PS One Parking Structure One have a good setup there. 
They, uh, they, the is people this... watching is great. That's where the media used to park. Yeah, University oh. and Cooper. Yes. Yeah, right across from the Johnson Center Field. Yeah, let's do a little just shout out to where you're parking for UK football games on the Thornton's text line. I, d- I need to know somebody that's at the Purple Lot. Anybody ever been to the Purple Lot for a tailgate? Man, and that's that's the one that I don't think I've. Is it's basically where the baseball and softball fields are, correct? I need I need my own parking pass. I love going to the red lot to the tailgate we have there. Generally, we'll just park somewhere else and roll up there. I, I'm I'm down to keep doing that. I'm I'm too too old, as Justin's friend reminded me, not to have a parking pass. So I need to find a home. There's and, a, you know I'm not going to I'm not going to get friend. J- yeah, sorry. Po- apologies uh, to all your friends, Justin. I know I'm not getting in red, blue, or all green. That's all. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's he's that's pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not getting into red, blue, or green, but I need to find I need to find a new home. There's a maybe the purple lot's where it's at. It's secluded. It's quiet. It's a the problem is is you have to come in Takes Creek Road. Yeah, that that's that's the problem with it. And coming from Louisville, that's just not ideal. Uh, one good, great point. One spot that's very nice uh, is um, I like the white green lot. I've been there before. The the lot by K E T. That KET parking lot yeah, that's is exclusive. freaking awesome. That's really uh, Luckett's, uh One of Luckett's friends is up there, and we hung out. Uh, I think it was the Tennessee game this year. Uh, outstanding. Because there is a lot of traffic coming through. Not a ton of foot traffic, uh, but you know, you're right there for the catwalk and everything. It's mm-hmm. great. It's really great. I like that spot as well. So You can come hang out with me, TJ, if you want. In the orange lot? Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I've, you I've, feel young again. I've had uh, we, we've had tailgates in the orange lot. And we I've, can throw football, and throw I've, the pigskin I've around. Swung, throwing football to tailgate, incredibly underrated event. Oh yeah, so much fun. Um, what I would say, the the folks in, the, I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to do the Friday night in the RV, spend the night, wake up, and you're just there. That would be sweet. And especially Although because you would just be partying all night, and you'd wake up still kind of like drunk or hungover, probably more likely hungover. And so I don't rough night of sleep. Probably, probably wouldn't be as cool. As, like you'd wake up and just be like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> keep doing this. Like now I kind of want to go back to sleep, but now I'm in an RV. Can right. I just go right. I'm just going to go to my hotel room. Now it would be if it's your, R- I get it. If it's your RV and there's like two of you or whatever, if it's a crowded RV, that I don't know about that, but there's for, spot for a though, big game. That would be sweet. That Friday night would be sweet. And that Saturday morning would be the awesome. spot. That's kind of in between clock. And uh, the row in Good Barn, there's a. It's a real shady area. That area is really nice. Oh yeah, that area is and it's super pretty. nice. Like it's yeah, good, it's good optics. Yeah, that um, we don't have. It's it's a very concrete. Uh, it's it's unlike the rest of the SEC uh, at the University of Kentucky, where not as scenic. The parking is much more convenient, and there's a lot more of it. And I know people did a lot of bitching and moaning when they changed up the parking, but it is better than virtually every other SEC venue because you're not just like getting random lots on campus, and you got to walk all over the place. Like it is convenient in that aspect, um, but you don't you don't get as much uh, pleasant scenery. You just get a couple little patches here and there that are nice. Yeah, I just want as much green as possible. UK does a, a halfway decent job. Uh, I mean, you are surrounded three ways by parking lots that are pavement, but you got trees all around. You got the arboretum right over there. It's it's, it's a green setup there. And I agree with you. Places I've been in the SEC, at least from a convenience standpoint, UK is pretty good. I've had my nightmares getting out of town stories just like anybody else has, but generally sometimes those involve an accident or something out of UK's control. Mm -hmm. I will say that Alabama's 
tailgating setup, unsurprisingly, pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, they, I'm not sure if people know, but they've got a pretty good football program in Tuscaloosa. Uh, they're uh, like, I actually do truly believe this, and I've been to one Alabama game, so you know I'm pretty much an expert on Tuscaloosa tailgating scene. But like, I do actually think the UK setup is cooler. Like just in ter- like more convenient, I guess would be a better way to put it. But I will say the Alabama system, holy smokes, that is a Efficiency. fine-tuned machine. Yeah. It, like we parked and we were pretty far. We were like two miles from the stadium. That kind of stunk. And like we had a pretty expensive parking pass, but we were two miles from the stadium. You could walk. A lot of people did. I think a lot of folks on the way home did end up walking, not unknowingly or forgetting how far we were. But the shuttle systems were just insane. And, like, people would just be bringing tents and coolers and all their stuff, and they'd get on a shuttle. And I was like, isn't isn't it too crowded, for like, on the way home to bring all this stuff back? Or do the shuttles, are they reliable? And they were like, it's every five minutes on the dot. They never miss a beat. And the way they have, like, the traffic cops set up, it was, it was impressive. And every SEC team, I'm sure, has got a setup like that as well. But who else would you have high in your SEC tailgate setup rankings? Will, Not necessarily the party, but just like their setup they've got. I, I will add that um, when Western Kentucky played at Alabama, my family did the thing where you pay, you know, fifty bucks or whatever, and then they they bring the tail they they give you the tailgate setup, mm-hmm. and they said that that was just incredible, like how convenient and everything yeah, I bet it that'd was. Be sweet. Um, but uh, I'm excited to see the Grove. I know that's an amazing setup. I've never been there myself, but I'll be there this year. Yeah, I um. I'm not uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I like Tennessee setup. I hate di- Tennessee setup. You, you've disagreed yeah. with me. Yeah. I think Tennessee's is pretty too because you actually got hills built into it as well, along with the greenery just makes and it a river. Convenient, but I just, I just hate that place. So it's going to be hard for me to get that taste, that stink out of my mouth. Tennessee can suck it. Yeah, they can take out. They suck it in, suck it. Um, Florida's is actually kind of neat in that there's a big lake. Like right there on the other side. That's why it's so damn humid there. Yeah. Um, and oh, like where I typically park with the media thing is around this lake, and they have tailgates kind of all kind of around it on the roads leading into it. Um, Texas A and M also had a lot of shady kind of areas. You wouldn't mm-hmm. think that shade um, for tailgates. That, and and they also had parking nearby. So like on one side of the stadium, it was a little bit more shady. The other, it was just kind of concrete as far as the eyes can see to get as many people there as possible. But uh, Oh, and all, if you aren't just wanting to pop a top right now and go watch some football, I don't know what more we can do for you. Justin, how's the tailgating in Bloomington? Um, Pretty good. I was going to say, I feel like Indiana would be a great tailgate school because nobody gives a damn about the games. Like, the team stinks, and it's a big state school. So, you want to hear a funny, my favorite tailgating story from back in the day? We were uh, tailgating after a football game. And I'm not going to say our quarterback's name at the time, but this guy was horrible. No, just Absolutely say it. horrible. Say it. Okay, fine. Ben Chappell. Oh, it was Ben Chappell. Don't even remember that guy. Yeah, he was so exactly. Bad. So we are, we are out in the parking lot after the game because we didn't want to deal with traffic. So we were like, oh, let's just go out there and we'll grill out hot dogs, throw, throw, throw some football, just have a good time, enjoy the rest of the afternoon. So we're out there for quite some time throwing football. I eventually take the football and I'm getting ready to throw it to my buddy and I'm like, hey, look, I'm Ben Chapel," and I throw it straight into the ground. Ben Chapel and his parents are right behind me. 
his mom just like I, I don't even remember what she said like she called me an a-hole and yeah it was it was not good really <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty bad oh that's great wow yeah. oh that's I, great that, that made me feel like a Why real piece of crap <laughs> but he was horrible oh man I'm trying to find his, any of his stats he's team captain wow wow you found him yeah, 63% completion. That's actually not the worst. Almost threw for 3,300 yards, 24 touchdowns. How many interceptions? M- most of that was in I his... I mention the interceptions. In his later not interceptions, years. Not what, interceptions. What was his first year? His first year was awful. That had to be the year it was. His first year was uh, 2007. He appeared in three games. 2018, he played in 11 of 12 games and started three. 2009, he started all 12. 2010, he started all all the games. I bet that was tw- 2008. 2009 and 2010, he started all the games. Yet he had in his junior, he had a 63 percent completion percentage, threw for 2,900 yards, 17 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Junior year was not great. No, no, no year was great. That's not a bad senior year. Complete 63% of your passes, throw for 3,300 yards, 24 touchdowns and, to nine interceptions. And, and lead the team to, what, four wins? I don't know. You can't help it that everybody else sucks around them. <laughs> mm-hmm. They want at Purdue. That's true. Yeah, that's wow, a, that's a... Yeah, you're pretty tough on old Ben Chappell. Yeah, what the hell, Justin? He's undoubtedly my least favorite Indiana quarterback of all time. He didn't work with your girlfriend at Walmart, did he? He didn't, no. Okay. A texter on the Thornton's text line says... We do not have a little Ben in London. There's got to be somebody there named Ben, though, that's shorter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody, like, he's just going to stand on the town circle. Oh, oh there's a, little Ben. A hilarious Halloween costume for somebody in London. For I'm sure their Halloween parties down there are, are lit. A texter says, also, none of our bridges have fallen down, to my knowledge, in London. I mean, at some point, a bridge had to be taken down. Texture says, Bobby Dills with the shifts. Referring to Robert Dillingham. Bobby, uh, Bobby Dilly. With the shifts. Bobby Dilly with the shifts. Bobby Dills is a pretty cool. That's a great, we're just going to call him Bobby Dills. Yeah, yeah. Man, Bobby Dills is a really cool name. Dude played in the ABA. Sounds like a Rugrats character. That was Dill Pickles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on. Tommy Pickles. Texture Will says, and Dill. You have to... Recruit, assuming Collins and Reeves are gone, Oscar Wheeler, Toppin, and the two freshmen are all but certain to leave. So you recruit that Collins and Reeves are gone, and if they come back, they're pleasant surprises, I think is what the texter is saying. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're doing the, the math for us. They're putting it out there, and that does equate to seven. And I guess oh, the gotcha. more Yeah, and I guess the more friend, like, you, you assume that Collins and Reeves are gone with the chance that one of the two could come back. So, yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, well, the good good point, Texter. Towns was insane in that Notre Dame game, especially in the second half. Yes, he was. Yeah, and that um, – I was almost, like, getting mad that they were it, just forcing it to him because Notre Dame was just double-teaming them or doing whatever they could. But, but it, it just still kept scored. working. Yeah, just yeah. Kept, I was like, you got throw it to him and then kick it out because people are wide open. I, was, I felt like UK was getting a little too handcuffed to it, but it did work. I, I was also – that's why I got very mad in the next game because it was like, why don't we just do the Carl Towns play every time? Just like keep doing the give it to Carl Towns play because he's awesome. We don't, we don't need to linger on about it. Yeah. Bruno. 
Roush, when is your next vacation? We need a day or two to truly talk about other things. <laughs> Are you going to have to miss any shows next week? Uh, I, I don't. We haven't gotten the times. At least I haven't looked yet. I, I don't know if UK is going to be early morning on Wednesday. But for the most part, I believe I'll be able to do all the shows stand from Atlanta in the uh, the Omni. Staying in the in the big one. Wow, I love yeah. the Omni. Yeah, love I love love the Omni. Right next to the College Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, typically at media days, I I don't stay on site, but Atlanta hotel rooms, the the group right or whatever was. You should get a massage while you're down there, Brooke. If you're listening, you get Daddy Rouse on you. Get him. You deserve a massage. Yeah, I, I bet they'd have that. a good masseuses at the Omni. Jacob, don't make a Deshaun Watson joke. That's tacky. It's cheap. Was he thinking it's about it? It's low-hanging fruit. I saw him. He was getting ready to. Jacob, don't. He's got that grow up, buddy. Just grow up. That, people were saying they think he's only going to get suspended four or six games. Well, the uh, I was talking with uh, a bunch of the Browns fans. Uh, back in my wife's hometown. Oh, I, was, I was like, did you just run into a bunch of no, Browns yeah. fans? They, they, I was walking through Iroquois Park. I went by the local Browns fans. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're hanging out with little Ben All right, I'm in sorry, London. Folks in uh, but the, the thought that they have is that Goodell will do the indefinite suspension, and when the appeal wraps up, they'll just give him time served like halfway through the season. Hmm. Yeah. It's pretty gross. A texter says, anyone who took their shirt off to celebrate a win cannot be a Kentucky men's basketball coach. Sorry, must bus. I guess that takes me out of the equation, too. Nothing wrong with taking your shirt off in, in a celebration. Yeah, why are you shaming? Like, just We're, we're body positive. Okay? Yeah, you've never like, taken a hat off or like you've never thrown a cap? I'm a big throw cap guy. In, mostly in anger, though. Oh, no. I... You're thinking about when your dreams fly as high as your Yeah, cap. I don't throw hats in anger, but there is – I mean, I'm sure I have done it, but there is, there's nothing like throwing a hat in celebration. And now I come to think of it, I can't think of the last time I did it. Next time I hit a big golf shot, hats going flying. That's probably Woo-hoo! the last time I did do it was like in a scramble when we chipped in or did something crazy. Throwing a hat in celebration, great. A lot of fun. We never got to do it at graduation because it was too dangerous, they said. Oh, they said we're not doing a graduation. Wink, wink. Here's your like. This is the time when you would do it, but you're not supposed to. Like they kind of made it. So, like, how did you get your hat back? Just went and picked it up. Were you all told that? How'd you know it was yours? Uh, they told us to write like our initials on it. All right, somebody. If anybody wants to stay next with me, did we throw our hats? Now I'm starting to not know if I'm. What I noticed too, Trinity sure doesn't. Not. Trinity doesn't do hats. No, they, they just, just do the white suit the, or yeah, white tux. tux. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you put a hat on it too? Freaking snobs. At Eastern, we were the the class Losers. before us threw their hats, but we were the class that was told if we throw our hats, we're not getting our diplomas. But don't you throw? So a hat we didn't throw our diplomas. Hats. Well, oh. because the diplomas oh, yeah, aren't actually in the... Uh, after, that's right. So they're like, if you throw your hat, you won't get it. Yeah, I agree with you. The tuxes at Trinity always ticked me off. Like, what? You know, What's the big deal about throwing your hats, anyway? Oh, you've made people sit through... It could poke a, somebody in the eye. That's what it, that we were told. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I get if you're just like, okay, it causes a little chaos, it takes... A while to go find your hat. But you know what? You made people sit through a boring ceremony for two hours. So. Love, them have, love them how to pay off. Yeah. And also, can we agree, our graduations, of all of the things in life that you have to, your your, your weddings, your all of these different rites of passage, definitely most boring of all of the things, right? 
Uh, 100%. I have to think. I mean, baptisms are pretty boring. Yeah, but it's an hour of church. Or, or yeah, or like Jacob, they might even do the thing after church where it's just you straight up. I should say Catholic baptisms. I know there's other places. They just do them real quick. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because graduations can really draw out. Hannah and I have been dating for like two or three months, and she she had to do a half victory lap at UofL. And she was like, "Hey, here's I'm walking at my graduation. I, I want I want you there." And I was, that was the most boring thing in the world. <laughs> they had it at the Yum Center. Um, she had a blast. Her and like all her friends were like pre gaming, but like I didn't get to. Right, I wasn't right. part of that. Yeah. And so I was just up in the stands with her family, who I love. But at that point, I'd only known for like a month, if even that. Yeah, and you're you're the new guy. Stone too. cold sober, just sitting there for three and a half hours. Yeah, uh, I I do remember having a good time at my sister's though, just because they lived within walking distance to the arena at NKU. So we just we got after it beforehand. Yeah, that that wasn't. This <laughs> that experience. was a good time. And also, like, didn't want to be on my phone a ton because it's like you know I don't really know these people all that well. Don't want to be like that <laughs> person just off in the corner on their phone. It it was not my favorite memory. Yeah, yeah. It's also like, how do you liven this up? Yeah. Because even mine... U of L, where are the dancers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody texted into the Rutherford show when they were trying to figure out what the big U of L announcement was today. Uh-huh. And uh, the Tom Drexler toilet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Chuck. That was a good one. Let's take our last break. We'll come back. We'll finish up the Thornton's text line. We got a long way to go on it, and uh, some good text. I was kind of peeking ahead a little bit. We're, we're see. We need to do text more often so we can spend more time on it. But was this even off of a text? I don't know. We're just yeah. I don't know either. We'll be back. This is a silly show. It's, it's been radio. Fun. This is Kentucky Roll Call on oh, Big X Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. That's my money. Man, money ain't got no owners. Only spenders. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and intern Jacob. Josh wants to tell everybody about Salsaritas. Uh, because Salsaritas is the best fresh Mexican cantina in the world, in the history of the world. For now. I agree. And forever. Yep. They're going to be having those big telescopes on other planets looking into our solar system, and they're going to be hyped that a Salsaritas was around because it's got the best queso during queso month. It's also got great fresh guacamole. You know that's not your style – the pico, the corn mm-hmm. salsa. I mix my pico with my corn salsa and the hot salsa. The hot sauce is a nice spice. It's not too hot. It's salsa that's so good. It's because it's in their name. They know what they're doing. Um, and they know how to deliver it to you in an efficient way. Just download the app. 
whether you're catering, there's no order too big or too small. You're going to get some Salsaritas bucks back. It's going to be spectacular, especially if you order some queso. They're giving you rewards all queso month long. That's right. July is queso month at Salsaritas. They have two locations, one in St. Matthews, one in Middletown. We'll be out at one of them tomorrow. We're going to have a good time. Salsaritas, deliciously different. Roush just picked where we were going for lunch, and I'm totally fine with that. We gotta sounds, get Jacob to try so, salsa. Sounds good to me. Do the spicy salsa. See what he thinks of it. Okay, he'll start crying. Yeah. Oh, little Jacob. This is just bullying Jacob Day. I love it. I'm I'm not bullying you, Jacob. I'm oh, I am. TJ some, TJ some is father, acting like he's not advice. a bully. TJ, you're a bully too. Buddy. Fa- fatherly advice. Just just like, fuels my you are fire. Who you are. I like good rationale. Um, and sadly, intern Jacob doesn't have much of it. Ernie L is turning back the clock. Five under through 13. Three strokes back from the leader, Cameron Young. Cam Smith, not too shabby either. Oh, Tiger getting ready. 10 o'clock tea time for for Tiger. And wind's kicking up. I mean, he just already looks like he's like walking with a limp. Well, let's just. He said his leg feels the best it's felt since. Yeah, people said that before the U.S. Open. Or whatever. What was it? The PGA? Tiger just doesn't look as felt. We were so used to him being very, uh, you know, he's... He's old, and he's been through like a million different surgeries. Right. It's just, I'm shocked that he's even able to play golf. But I can't believe so many people bet on him. Ernie Els is old, and he's in second place. He's beating Rory. Yeah, but does he nearly lose his leg? That's true. Wouldn't it be funny if David Duvall just showed up to... Duvall Mickelson... Just turn him back the clock. David Duvall was from the high school I broadcasted for in Jacksonville. Oh, nice. He, uh, that was pretty cool. He does, uh, is it Golf Channel now? He does. He, yeah. he does one of those. Yeah. 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 A texture on the Thornton's text line says, one of the most difficult UK tournament games to watch after one of the easiest games to watch in the previous round going back to that 2015 Notre mm-hmm. Dame game. And you're right, yeah. Sweet 16 game that like my friends and I just at halftime people were like, all right, well, we're just going to go home. Who was that against? West Virginia. West Virginia was One talking by, trash. Oh, yeah, that was great. That was that was an all-timer. You're right, Texter. That's kind of funny how that worked. Roush, uh, we read that one. Anyone who mm-hmm. – oh, oh mm-hmm. so, yeah, I'd skip that one. We read all the texts unless it makes Whittle Nicky uncomfortable <laughs> with – unless uh, he says he's just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Justin, who's the best – Basketball player in college, I'll give you a hint. It rhymes with Shoshker O Tweeboy. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. I don't I, I would definitely put Oscar in contention, but it's between him and Baycott. Oh. Uh, well, I, don't, Oscar I don't know that I can concede. Of the year. Yeah, but I don't know that I can concede to to Oscar. That, that's dumb. I mean he was, was he put up He's, just insane. He, he numbers. is the national don't, player of don't, the year. Don't put me in a bad position. I love Oscar. I think Oscar's a phenomenal you, if, player. If you have the if if you have the take that I mean, just you can think personally that Bacot is a better player, but you need to like you shouldn't have a ranking having Bacot over Sheboy. I'd I'd never said that definitively. Those are those are the okay. top two, and I can't decide who I think's better. How about that? Like who would you rather have on your team? Oscar. Thank you. That's tough, though. But yeah, Oscar. yeah, it took us a while to get there. We had to hold your hand, but <laughs> I strive to be talked about as glowingly as Jack Pilgrim talks about Tennessee's recruitment of Justin Edwards. I haven't listened to the most recent sources. Says does he does he rave about Tennessee's 
time they put in on the Justin Edwards recruitment. It would by, be a real shame. By the way, this, Tennessee message boards th- said that Tennessee's like they had conversation once all the momentum went towards Kentucky, they had conversations with them, and now they feel confident again. So a little back and forth, wishy washy. Uh, Edwards may be having a tough time telling staffs no, mm-hmm. which is common for you know seventeen, eighteen year old kids, but. All the crystal balls are coming in and Magic 8 balls and the RPMs are coming in for UK. So uh, I will feel good about it as long as the experts do, I suppose. Tennessee can suck it. Take out your second and your second. A texter says, listen to KRC for the first time this morning and I got bored. It just doesn't match Trevor Kelsey thinking the moon is the size of Texas. (laughs) (laughs) That was a Mike Rutherford show text. Oh, God, that's so funny. Felt like we had to. Uh, Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's really hard to. Yeah, Mike was talking about how like an asteroid or a satellite had crashed into the moon or something like that, and like nobody cared. And he was like, "Isn't that kind of scary? Like we shouldn't, we don't know what it was or why it happened." And Trevor was like, "Is the moon the size of Texas?" And Mike was like, "Oh heavens, no! It is. It is much bigger. It's like twenty-seven percent the size of the Earth." And Trevor's Trevor's like, like, "So Texas? So Asia?" (laughs) And seriously, followed it up with like, "So Asia?" Which I guess, like, no. if he's if he's going to, he, he did go to the big continent of least. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I also I don't know why he was. Oh gosh, this guy's up on against. Oh no, the ridge. that's impossible. That's my guy. Impossible. He's up against the ridge of. So he's got a bunker. It. So he's going to put it backwards out of the bunker. Hovlin is oh, in a rough. tough spot. I had another guy this morning that was in a. So he's going to putt it backwards. You got You just have to hit it as hard as you can because you want to get it off this ridge. Horrible radio. Mm-hmm. I'll read another text while we're doing this. A texture says, instead of asking if the Mustang was an automatic scoot, you should have asked more accurate questions. Did it come with a tap-out shirt? Did it come with a Brantley Gilbert CD? Did it come with a chin-strap beard? If no, then it wasn't a Mustang. As always, suck it, Dirty Birds. That's a fair point. How does a Mustang... Uh... I don't associate that with uh, douchebaggery, as you're alluding to. Mm, definitely. I will say I associate... Here's this other wacky shot. I associate uh, Corvettes with old guys with money. I, I feel like a Corvette's not a practical enough car for somebody to, to actually drive. But a Mustang, Mustang feels like the, the fun sports car that's obtainable. Am I, am I just? Am I, is it because I am the chin strap guy? I am Dixie Highway Roush. No is comment. It, just can't. I got my blinders on. You're too close to the situation. I feel like that car's the Dodge Challenger, like y- the obtainable yeah. sports car. No, but I feel like the Challenger is more of the tap out shirt douchebag. No. Yeah. Challenger's very douchey. I don't stare. Put some big real wheels on it. Except the people that just have the ginormous trucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with like some big old stacks. My on issues them. aren't with them themselves or the truck. Oh, now he just gets to pick up his ball. What? Unplayable. Oh, the voice we get. To unplayable. Hit. That's bull crap. That was playable. He could hit it. He, you could. You're allowed to take an unplayable at any time, and take a drop for a stroke. Oh, so he's willing to give up the stroke. It's just one stroke. Gotcha. You got to live and learn. A texture. Yeah, um, we got really yeah, sidetracked there. But the, um, the the big truck people, my only issue with them is they just they don't put on their signals and they drive like they own the road. 
There are two types of people in this world that I hate. People who are intolerable of other people's cultures and people who drive big cars. What is the big Uval announcement? We mentioned that, or we already read that text. Good morning, fellas. I have an important question to ask and apologize for the long text. Hey, no no apology necessary. My dad is letting each kid pick one thing. All expenses paid to do with him. He swears he's not dying. This texter puts in parentheses. My oldest brother is playing golf and going to the casino. The sisters, My sister is going to New York. My other brother is doing the Kentucky doubleheader, mm. Keeneland, at a football game for the Mississippi State game. Any suggestions for me? Would like it to be UK-centric because he's a huge fan, as am I. Tennessee game in Knoxville is oh, my first don't idea. Go there. Open to others. I'll hang up and listen. What about what about like an SEC tournament? I would say that get multiple games, do a weekend, maybe try to get some golf in. Isn't uh, I mean, I guess if your sister's going to New York, you don't want to do Champions Classic there. But uh, is maybe maybe doing what about like a bowl game, and then maybe get some golf in. Yeah, because they'll probably be somewhere warm. Here's but, an idea: the NCAA tournament is in Louisville. Why not get a couple games of there? Yeah, you kind of want to go somewhere though, right? Because you could, I mean, in Indy, I Indy's I, a little close to do the CBS Sports Classic. I'm pretty sure that's where that is this year. I would not have to be in another city if I was guaranteed two games of the NCAA tournament for my team. I would, I would do the Masters, and then make it a, turn it like try to go to the Masters one day, and then turn it into a little golf trip for the just, other day. Just getting the ticket though. You, it's uh, I mean, you you do the lottery, which I don't think they've announced the lottery winners or losers. I've won tickets to the Masters before. Mm-hmm. It's just like you got to make it a big trip if you're going to follow. You know, it's either I spend zero dollars and watch on TV, or I accept this ticket and it turns into you know like a fifteen hundred dollar minimum trip. Roush, did you say the CBS Sports Classic is in Indy too, as well as the Champions Classic? Champions Classic is in New York. I thought CBS Sports Classic or was in getting- Chicago. I thought you said champions this year was in Indy. MSG. Oh, am I getting? I mean, I'm I'm getting things mixed up then. One of them's in New York. One of them's in Indy. Okay. Uh, I I might have just gotten them. No, wait. Up. Yeah, the CBS Sports Classic is in New York. Yeah, and then yeah. Classic is in and Champions. Then Champions Classic is, classic is yeah, in. Yeah, I got right. I got my events right. mixed up. And UK know. plays Michigan State in the Champions Classic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're gonna. They're gonna, win they're gonna they're gonna beat them down. Yeah, everybody's making a big deal about Gonzaga and Michigan State playing, and it's on the USS the Abraham carrier. Lincoln or whatever. Yeah. But like Gonzaga is just going to. I don't think Michigan State's gonna be very good. No, they haven't been for a I little bit. Yeah, that's awesome though. Cool that your dad's doing that. I hope he's not dying. But love the uh, love the idea of that. Also, um, you could just do a fun, even if it's not UK centric. Just go like go to Key West with your your dad in or January. Or go to the Ole Miss football game and just you know you I, I got to incorporate golf and all these things you can too. <laughs> but like going and golfing in Southern Tennessee or Northern Mississippi in late September, early October, I bet that's pretty nice. I bet that's a good time to go golfing in that region. Do things. We, <laughs> sorry, say that. Do again. we play at Missouri this year? Or are we at Missouri at home. It's at, it's at Missouri. It's at Missouri. You could go at Missouri and then go play at the Ozarks. Yeah, but the only issue is Missouri is Missouri sucks. Super so boring. you still get to play Tiger Woods course. The game will be at noon, eleven o'clock central, 
and it'll be cloudy. <laughs> yeah. Could be a trap game. Could be a trap game. The way it's uh, set up in the schedule, I think Kentucky's at Tennessee. The I, that week. game will always be a trap game. At Missouri and at USC are always and, those ones if you're not like – And Dorkwitz not, is good at mucking it up too mm-hmm. and just – yeah. Hey, but we can muck it up game. too, you know. Yeah. And then we can play the uh, absolutely terrible game of football and still beat you on the last second. Uh, Texter says, things that take an act of Congress, one more, two, setting up the KRC golf scramble. Well, you don't need uh, you don't need Congress to declare war anymore. Ooh, political take. Um, I We do have an update, though. Having, the dates didn't work with one course, so we're checking another course. That's the latest I've got. So we're surveying. Texter says, Borat's national anthem greater than John Legend's national anthem. All right, anthem. that... that I didn't – that movie came out when we were high school, correct? Yeah, I think. And so I didn't understand the concept at the time. Like, it was very funny, but I didn't know like, – I, I just didn't get that this was – like, when the, the horse actually falls down in the background, you can't – the people shooting that at the time had to be like, oh, my God, this is – we just got that. Like, that just, <laughs> you couldn't guess for anything better. Uh, Jacob, add that to your movie list, buddy. What is it? Borat. You probably haven't seen Borat. You Save have. your time, Jacob. What? It's oh, terrible. Borat is great. I bet you all the like. First time you watch it, it is so. It's not the rewatch value isn't much. It's but not it's for such every, good but shot. It's not for everybody. You all probably like Napoleon Dynamite too, though, right? No, I'm not crazy about Napoleon Dynamite because both of those movies were ridiculously dumb. Napoleon yeah, Dynamite not, was Bor- wildly, is messing with people, wildly overrated. Bor- like it's an okay movie. It's actually hard to watch because people have just ruined it by like thinking all these scenes are the greatest things in the history of of, of cinematic yeah, entertainment. Th- it's like an okay movie that has just been... It has some funny movies. I just don't want Jacob to waste exactly, his time. Yeah, Borat's not going to waste your time, though. I'm telling you, the way he messes with people, it is fantastic comedy. I like Napoleon Dynamite. And you'll like Borat. Borat's <laughs> solid. It's just not for everybody. Nick, give a short scouting report on Jacob Dixon. No questioning the big dog's evaluation, but from the outside, this looks like a reach. Well, you can't watch his film uh, to try to figure it out. Cause, not, a, not a good start. Well, no, no, you can't because JCPS stinks, and uh, admittedly, a lot of his highlights are against Midas Hills Colts, who stunk last year. I think they had five freshmen. They were just you can say that again. But, like, JCPS schools, I, w- I was when I watched his film afterwards, I was thinking, man, we have 20 schools, and maybe three of them are good at football annually. So as much as guff as the Louisville schools get for being dominant because Trinity St. X male, uh, there's a lot of bad football being played out there. So it's it's hard to tell based purely on his film. But from a measurable standpoint, I mean, 6'4", runs a 4'5". Like, that's that's hard to do. If he was at male, he would be uh, – and, and, he, and he played the recruiting game like you kind of need to – he would be a three-star recruit, you know, that we would be talking about for a while. Um, and I, I have a feeling that Purdue and Vandy and the other places that he camped at, he had the right measurables. They probably would have offered if they thought they had the chance. The reason why this is going to work, though, is mostly just because of the offense that Kentucky plays, where they're going to with Rich Scangarello, where they're going to have the hybrid tight end. They've they've seen the value in Isaiah Cummings of having this tweener type, and even though he has less experience blocking in the trenches that Cummings did in um, in high school, this is th- this guy has the the tools that they want at that spot. So I I, I don't think it's too much of a stretch. If, if nothing else, I was just a little surprised at the timing of the take, if you will. Like I, I thought they could kind of 
you know, get him whenever. Uh, and they just decided in the summer to to put the put the squeeze on him and get him on board. Great analysis, and on top of it, I just don't think it ever hurts to go into Louisville if you like somebody. Yeah, and that the yeah. staff has the benefit of the doubt on going in and getting people it's, they like. It's always good for your fans to mm-hmm. recruit from the biggest city in your state. A texter says, parties are called kickbacks now. Wow. Well, Open your ears, texter. That's not what I said. Kickbacks are different than parties. Yeah, he asked if I went to parties, or if I held parties, I said, not really a party, just like a kickback. Yeah. Less like, people, we're not partying, we're just kicking back, baby. Yeah. Kicking now, are you sitting there all night, or is it just a pregame to go to the bars? It just depends. Do you still call those pregames? Yes. Okay. The kickbacks. The pre-kickback game. We'll come back and we'll just kick back. It's not a party. It's a kickback. At a wedding a few weeks back, groom was from Johnson City. I don't even know if I can do it. Tennessee. Of course, the last song of the night is Wagon Wheel. Best believe that F Tennessee was still said, exclaimed. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we like to hear. Good. I remember saying, said no one ever when I was 19. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh. oh wow even oh we, what is that laugh jacob that's my, not, that's my fake laugh oh i mean it's, it's jacob it's um, not a good one <laughs> that's, that's why it's fake let's, let's keep piling on jacob shall we yeah let's do it from aaron hot take torres unless you're leaving to train for the nfl draft in january there's never a legitimate reason to graduate college early wow <laughs> how are you getting that twitter is still down oh it just came back up it's up? Yeah, just just went back live. Not my, my old Wow, Peter Jacob. Deck. Take out your second and suck it, buddy. <laughs> Real rough day on the old KRC for our guy intern. Age is only a number. Love in the 30s. Happy Thursday, gents. And definitely the crowd for the national anthem. That's right. I just think we all want <laughs> dual national anthems. It's a can't-miss idea. First place that does it, it's going to see huge, huge uh, positive reviews. Nothing was more fun than the tailgates of the old school purple lot. Never been more mad at UK for taking away that parking area. Well, you had to take it away to build the practice facility, though, because that's where it was. So it's either get good players and have a nice facility or just tailgate in a grassy lot and get I mean, drunk had, and watch bad teams. Yeah, but there had to be more. I mean, like, I've had some fun tailgates in other lots. I'm sure they were just as fun as the purple lot. The bowl still isn't a thing, though. That was kind of lame that they took Yes, that, that was terrible. Yeah. That was the guy's second text ever into the show. The first one was about Lou Williams going out during quarantine to the strip club to get wings. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's great. Yeah, oh, shout out man. to Rocket City Rob sent us the Magic City wings. Oh, yeah, those were Intern awesome. Intern Jacob, we had a listener send us wings. You can like get Magic City wings, the, the Gentleman's Club down in Atlanta that's more famously known for their wings, and they were good. How were they still like warm? Do you have to warm you them like, back up? You put them like, in, you freeze microwave. them. They're frozen. Oh, okay. You yeah. want to know the coolest part put about that story, we'll Jacob? Put, we didn't put them in the microwave. They, they did a KRC meetup and had the wings and didn't invite me. Pretty cool, right? <laughs> it was awesome. Fun. That was awesome. It that's, was sweet. But the thing you got to remember guys. is he, was, is he wasn't part of our show at that time. No, I was. But you were not. Okay, well, that's... I was 100% that's a part of the show. You were Trevor had already moved on. Yes, I was. I promise. No way. It would have been... You would have been Trevor brand was our, new. Trevor was still our guy during as during the corn during the pandemic, and this was pandemic. It was it was definitely kind of while Justin was starting to do more. It things, was though. yeah, I was probably two months, two three months in by the time Rocket City sent the wings. We'll have to get a timestamp on all this. Not checking out in my my little. <laughs> oh, because I I remember I I thought we had coordinated with everybody, and then all of a sudden we're like, 
oh hey justin and he was he was working at the hotel I'm like just come on by buddy yeah <laughs> remember that yeah because i could have i could have <laughs> left and came and eat the, ate the wings but not, nobody invited me uh, we'll it's get cool. we'll get to the bottom of i'm this not sour off the air uh getting just <laughs> terribly negative reviews from just or jacob's fake laugh well my across my, the board my next question is how many times have you guys had wings without me uh, after every show, once you leave, we all <laughs> we all come, we turn back around and we come back. Nothing was our uh, TC from Lexington here, boys. During my time at UK, I would stay with this girl that lived super close to the stadium, mostly for the purpose of either getting to Commonwealth early to tailgate, <laughs> to crash afterwards, work smarter, not harder. <laughs> It's so great. You were talking about dating a girl for all the wrong reasons. Crash she went she went close to camp <laughs> to the stadium. But <laughs> so I worked for rivals living on Con Terrace. It was awesome just being able to walk and not have to worry about it whatsoever. But TC, it's uh I bet she was oh, like, man. Yeah, he only really calls me on Friday nights if it's an early <laughs> game and on Saturday nights if it's a late game. It's weird how that works. Eat you up. <laughs> <laughs> TC, do you still talk to this person ever? Oh, a texture says, Rocky Top is a slum filled with illiterate hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very nice. No, but it's true, though. It's true. Yeah. It's, uh, not true. No, we're standing behind that. I'm Facts. sure it's not universally true. John here. Good morning and salutations, my friends. Here's some weather advice. It may be hot, so put on less clothing. Hey, my friends, I see... I, my friends and I are possibly going to see Youngstown State... Penguins versus the Wildcats. We never get a parking pass, but you guys keep talking about it, so maybe we should. Question, if we have not been invited to a tailgate party, can we still participate in a tailgate party? Do we just approach them like we have been invited, or do we bring some of our own snacks and coolers and have our own? What do you guys think? We'll got to go talk to you later. So I think the move, TJ, if you're just wanting to casually connect with other Kentucky fans, is you you – have a small setup where maybe you bring like a bucket of fried chicken. Like you, you eat a meal with your people, and then you just bring your cooler around to other folks and chit chat. That's that that that's the friendliest option in the sense of like you have you have touched no bases, you have not reached out to anybody, you have no connections or anything like that. That's the play. Yeah, bring like a couple lawn chairs, bring your coolers, and Roush is right, just something minimal that's probably ready to go. Because they'll offer you food, but you don't want to show up and just look like a moocher or like have a bunch of stuff to set up. Hang out outside your car, you know, see if you make small talk with people kind of around you. If you don't, then yeah, just eventually kind of get your beers and get on a move and don't be looking for food and just kind of make small talk along those ways. What I would really suggest is just uh, on the KRC Facebook page or on the Twitter community page, just reaching out and being like, hey, I'm going to the game. We're looking for a tailgate to stop by. And I guarantee somebody's going to let you know. Yeah. Was that John? That was John. You can always join me, John. I will say, John, that's going to be a sucky tailgate game, though. Noon, week two. Yeah, yeah. It's going to that's going to be uh, that's going to be yeah. a little bit tougher because it even if if it's noon for an opener, the the first tailgate of the year, people get excited about. But that's actually going to be a, a night kickoff, seven p.m. against uh, Miami of Ohio. John, I don't know how many people you'd be going with either, but like for a Youngstown State game, just you know, have your own little tailgate. Bring a speaker, bring chairs, maybe a little table. Just do it yourself. Enjoy your own company, and maybe you'll make some small talk with people around you or invite some KRC people to you, worst-case scenario, because Ralph's is right. That's probably going to be a sleepy a sleepy atmosphere. The best part of the pandemic was when priests were baptizing babies by shooting them with water guns. 
I don't know if I remember that, but I certainly don't doubt it. <laughs> Have you all seen the Boomer Twitter guy's newest rankings? No one on the planet thinks U of L has a top fifty defense or offensive line, and that they're definitely not better than UK. It's well, a troll account, folks. Yeah, and that's the part that uh, that actually did. Uh, I never tweet out any of his stuff, but yesterday's was kind of funny. I was like, "We've got to stop Boomer." And the amount of people that replied, you. It's what he wants. It's what he wants. Yeah, when I mean, you were quote tweeting him. You're- I know, that's what I mean. That's like the only time I've ever done it because it was offensive line. It was kind of funny. It's like, people, this is Boomer. But it was, Big your, game Boomer. Your quote was fun. Just like, he must be stopped. Yeah. It's a troll. Don't yeah. don't don't get too worked up about it. Although it is just a sign that if you make like a fancy graphic and put it out there on Twitter. His aren't even fancy. They're so But bad. like it's still a graphic. Yeah. It's a list. And they, they – It's got logos. It's got it team works. names. It's got numbers next to them. People are going to catch it, hate it. Have something to say about it. Mm-hmm. Very appalled by Nick's bullying of Jacob, especially in the sensitive times we live in. TJ, if you could put me in touch with the proper authorities to report Nick, I would appreciate it. Unbelievable. You, you got to reach out to Justin. Justin's the station's HR. <laughs> Just call my advisor. She knows. She'll know what to do. <laughs> yeah, she'll get you out of there yeah. as quick as possible. Me and my buddies went to the Lake of the Ozarks for a bachelor trip and played golf at one of the nicer courses I've ever been to. That does sound pretty nice. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Columbia too is not as bad as like the the actual town is kind of nice stadium though. Columbia not, Missouri yeah yeah it's okay I mean it, it, it's I would I had more like I have more fun and I think it's prettier than Knoxville Knoxville just sucks oh I just couldn't day. I disagree wholeheartedly I think you haven't been to Missouri though have you I have been to I've yeah. never been to a football game yeah. there but I've been on their campus and I've been to I think Columbia it's pretty. The city. Uh, some pretty old build, buildings so, so flat. Yeah, like the but it's like a block. The architecture is 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 pretty. I agree with that. But like the, yeah, scenery, it's Missouri. Like you're not you're only getting that in the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. You're not getting that anywhere else. I do not still talk to her. It obviously didn't work out. I wonder why. I guess she eventually caught on. I would just shoot her texts like for the Georgia game this year and be like, "You you don't still live close to the stadium, do you? You don't live about uh near near the Krogue." Mm. It's a good play on your part though. TC from Lexington. All right, we're out of time. Just going to be watching golf most of the day, trying to avoid work as much as we all can. Hmm. Enjoy it. Best of luck. I want to thank everybody for texting into the Thornton's text line. Roush, you look like you've got something fancy going on. Uh, maybe cooking up something. Cooking up something fun. Oh, okay. I'm actually very excited. And I'm, I'll just teaser. I'm not the author of this piece. I'm the subject. Bum bum bum. What's it gonna be? Who's doing it? Can you tell us that much? ESPN. Nope. Is it the courier? Yep. It's the courier's doing a subject on you? Mm-hmm. Wow. What for? Hmm? You'll find out. <laughs> He's wearing his DeSales shirt. Oh my gosh. Roush's last dance. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Trip through Nick Roush's glory days. <laughs> no, it's 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 actually uh I'm I'm very excited for it. Well, we look forward to it. Yeah, we won't yeah. we won't ask you to spoil it. All right, well that's exciting. All right, this is Kentucky Roll Call. Oh, oh wait, hold on. U of L is about to introduce U of L Health as the official healthcare provider of U of L. Oh my god, what a bunch of dorks! You would think that Vince Tyree oh, called this. Also, you would have thought that U of L Health, of course, is the health provider of idiots. <laughs> god. All right, everybody, uh, be well. We will see you on Friday. Idiots. Of Kentucky Roll Call and Big Exports Radio. Swing, 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 swing.